San Francisco 49ers freeze ticket prices for the next two seasons and hope someone shows up. Venus Williams reaches her first Australian Open since 2003. Congrats to all the women all over the globe who marched for equality on Saturday, making the news bearable. This is Sports Without Balls. Holy cow! A perfect score. Ten point four. He hacked at the two all oh, now the two one. Wide drive Hello again, everyone. This is Sports Without Balls. Dun, 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 dun. Sports Without Balls fans, friends, family, episode 152, 52 more than 100. I got my co-host to my right, Trish Sir. Hello, Chief. Uh, you, I'm sorry you were sick. You were literally <laughs> chugging Robitussin. I will put it on our social media. Yes, I'm not trying to... I know it's hard for y'all to tell because I'm raspy 24-7, but yeah, I'm down in the Robitussin. I think some little outbreak monkey, one of my nephews, or some nasty person on a plane gave me something. Uh, you're digging into the Kathleen Turner well of the deep, deep voice. It is, it is getting a little romancing the stone. I, God, I love that movie. So good, right? I saw it, uh, I probably see it every couple of years. And uh, maybe like four or five years ago, I was with a friend of mine and she was like, I'd never seen that movie. And I was like, are you? And we just <laughs> bought it like immediately. Holds up every frame. Every, it re- and so does War of the Roses. Their chemistry. So good. Oh, I used to try to embarrass my twin sister when we first moved to Manhattan. There was these cute guys that lived up upstairs. And uh, we were on the, uh, it was like a Saturday night, and we were just like renting a movie, and we were going up the stairs, and these two hot guys were passing us. And I was like, I cannot wait for Jewel of the Nile. <laughs> and she uh, almost beat me to death. Uh, we got Aaron in the booth. Hey, Aaron. Go Cards. Ooh, he's here. Go Cards. We got some <laughs> baseball news. Uh, I'm not happy about it, but we have baseball news. It's shocking. I had to be told. I've been at work since like 4 a.m., y'all. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. It's not going to make Mary and Dick happy, tell you that much. No. Uh, they might take the entire Tampa Bay Rays organization and put them back on the bus. Back on the bus. Let's kick this off with some football games. Uh, we had the NFC Championship and we had the AFC Championship. Uh, congratulations, first of all. Your text was sweet, thoughtful, and I know it killed you to type it. Congratulations. Yeah, I can feel her talking through her teeth via text. Congratulations to the New England Patriots. <laughs> to the New England <laughs> Congratulations to Tom Brown. <laughs> 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 Congratulations. Mm. Thank the you, my, my sweet Tommy. And team and company, because it was a full-time, it was an everybody job. All hands on deck job. Uh, All hands on deck. They, listen, as much as I do not like the Patriots, they were the best team in the AFC all year, and they should be going to the Super Bowl. Um, That being said, go Falcons! (laughs) Something I never thought I'd say out loud. Anyway, uh, here's the thing. Okay. The list, let's just kick it off. Uh, we'll talk about uh, T. Brady and Belichick Express uh, against the Steelers. They just know how to win. They know how to win. But I'm going to say this. Okay. Congrats. Uh, in all honesty, the Patriots should be in the Super Bowl. Uh, here's a couple things I'm disappointed about. Okay. Uh, that Matt, that uh, uh, Derek Carr uh, broke his leg. Because uh, I wanted that Raiders Patriots game. Well, I we would want. We would all like to have seen that. I, wa- I wanted that game. I wanted that game. Nobody wanted it more than I wanted Derek Carr. I, I wanted the Patriots on vacation already. Uh, but I wanted <laughs> Not this the game. season. But I have to say, I was I was woefully disappointed uh, with the Steelers. I thought they looked like a deer in headlights the entire game. They looked, honest to God, they looked nervous and scared. I thought stunned and confused, so I, I think that's similar. No, when Le'Veon Bell went out, I was like, okay, <laughs> bye-bye. There's the nail yes. in the coffin. I'm not saying they would have won with Bell, but it certainly would have been a lot more competitive and more fun game to watch. And listen, Williams came in, and I thought he did a really good job. The Patriots are just clearly a better team, and the and better they had, team won. Look, and home-field advantage, minus our back-on-the-bus moment, home-field advantage when the Patriots are at home, and not that it doesn't affect a lot of teams, but it really Huge. is their sweet spot for yeah. them. It yeah. really, really is. Um as I do with all Patriots win, uh, I always have this running joke of, uh, you know, someone on the C squad that fixed the tires comes on and uh, wins the game. That would be Hogan. Just out of nowhere, no team wants him, and all of a sudden you're like, who is that? Dude, uh, they just they just seem to plug and play. That's why the argument, do you take Brady or Belichick? I say you take Belichick 
Every time. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, Tom Brady's amazing. Uh, there's nothing bad to say about Tom Brady except he's a board 39 uh, but years it, old. That he is amazing, but he had all day in a picnic basket to throw those balls. They gave him, I mean, he had like time to do a soft shoe, fold some laundry, <laughs> make a sandwich in the pocket. It really, I, I was, was even, surprised. Yes. To the point that my husband tried to turn the TV twice, and I'm like, we're about to fight. Yeah, no. I you, was like, how many times yeah. have we seen LeBron do, like, all of a sudden he's doing weird back passes to Kyrie? Leave it. Yes, no, you had to watch that whole game. I turned it off. Uh, so maybe <laughs> you can tell us what happened in the second half. I blacked out. But uh, I did think this. Now, I have, to, I, have to, I have to say this. I did not play in the NFL. I am not an NFL coach. Okay. Um, my expertise isn't uh, NFL defenses. Asterisk scroll down. I have been watching that sport since I was probably about six. I'm 68. Um, you look stunning. And when I, when I get so frustrated, and this is why one of my dream sequences is uh, me and Gruden to sit down, and he can break down um, the zone defense Ooh. first man to man. It's one of my dreams. Um, and I, I get it on paper. I get it on paper. You have more uh, men uh, responsible for their zone. They'll, they'll, they'll sometimes do the matchup zones, uh, you know, for when you're covering these uh, speed receivers. Maybe you don't have a safety in a corner that can go one-on-one with uh, Julio Jones or, or the Mike Brown or the Odell Beckham Jr. I get that. However, if I'm Aaron Foley, is... If I'm noticing that by the third quarter, Tom Brady is texting while throwing the ball, he has so much time. I thought I saw a couple Snapchats from him. Well, he's putting on, you know, donkey ears and he's on Snapchat (laughs) during the game. You think you go, maybe we should mix it up. Maybe we should throw some man-on-man on there. Or maybe we should uh, have a blitz. Maybe we should take those uh, front five defensive back and defensive ends, uh, snort, uh, do some cocaine at halftime and go, Allegedly. why don't you rush rush the pass? Anything. They did the same defense, the same. Eh. They, were, they, were, they were wide open. The Patriots receivers were wide. Now, I know Josh McDaniel, like, uh, th- this is also full credit to the Patriots because week after week they get it done and they should be in the Super Bowl. But, I mean, the Steelers were like, like, they're known for defense. They're known for, like, smash mouth, steel curtain, bell goes down, b- b- the, the receivers... Not Antonio Brown, surprisingly. All the other Steelers receivers were dropping the ball. Ben looked like, eh. Bell was crying. Like, I just, they Bell just out, got yeah. outplayed. Yes. Ugh. And ironically, I felt like that one was a little bit, I don't want to say better. That seems rough. But it was a better game to watch than Green Bay and Atlanta. We'll get to that. Here's an, one more thing. Um, like in the unevenness of the NFL. For sure. For sure. I just, um, I, I just, I'm not, again, I'm not taking away. From, I'm not going to take away from the Patriots. I just, scroll down. I just feel like no one gave them a really good game. Like maybe Seattle. Like, no one really felt like gave them a good game this season. And I know they're better than, you know, 90% of the teams, but their division, no offense. No offense. Yes, they did. Yes, yeah. they did. But you're playing Buffalo Asterisk twice, scrolling. Miami twice, the Jets twice in their division. The AFC was like, uh, car breaks his leg. You're just like, here we go again, put the Patriots in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I, and then the not Steelers, Bell, like the best runners, like I pulled a groin. I literally was like, I can't take this. We did not go last year. No, I know. I, I'm trying go, to. You go okay. every other year. Well, I'm just trying I'm to. Just so I just was like, I, I'm not saying they don't deserve it because they deserve it. But it just felt like I wish they had played the games in the NFC this year. I wish they had played some of these teams that were just so much more competitive than uh, okay. the AFC. That's all I'm saying. Well, I'm thrilled we're there. But congratulations. I'm not thrilled that it's going to be in Houston. Super Bowl. Yeah. That bodes well for Atlanta. Um, Yes. Luke Bryan will be singing the national anthem. Oh. Just a little fast fact for you for Super Bowl 50. Wait, who's Luke Bryan again? Or is it 51? Is it Super Bowl 51 or 50? Yeah, 51. 51. I'm sorry. Is he a country guy? I, I had a stroke. Yes, he's... 
Uh, yes, he's country. Okay. Is he good? I enjoy him. And the Lady Gaga. And the Lady Gaga is doing super psyched for Lady Gaga. Time, She's going to kill it. I just want to know who's going to come out and perform with her. Because you know Lady Gaga, she lives for a compilation, honey. <laughs> she lives. She'll whip somebody. She'll be like, y'all can go. Yunzes can go F Yunzes selves and whip out Tony Bennett. Be like, see what I did there, bitches? Somebody judge me. Uh, listen, let's just let's just say, say this right now. If she tries to put Tony Bennett on the Super Bowl hat, he will literally die on stage. It would be I amazing. Not he, for him to die. No. You got to be careful. He is on his last leg. Day parade. He, he almost went down. He was caught by a Muppet. He was caught he by Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy. almost fell down. Down, yeah, I'm nervous. I don't want Tony. No, we'd have to have him a national treasure. Yeah, a fix. Yeah. like a, to a maybe he could be in a winged chariot. She'll work it out. If he comes in like on in a wheelchair and has someone like fanning him and then does like a voiceover, maybe. But I don't think that's the type of who halftime think she's Gaga gonna have wants. Gun- I- I'm trying to think of who she's gonna. I think she'll bring up Ashley Judd, Scarlett Johansson, Madonna, Gloria Steinem, and do another Women's, Women's March, March halftime show. I think Don't put it past gonna, her. No, I mean, uh, please. That would be my dream sequence. Although I'm sure Pepsi is the major sponsor of all yeah. Super Bowls. Uh, she'll be like, oh, I don't know. And isn't it Hyundai, on Fox? Hyundai's got this one. Is it Hyundai? Hyundai's. Is the halftime show? sponsor of... No, just the Super Bowl in general. Yeah. Every... what We've got a, a Joe Montana Hyundai commercial. We've got a... Was it Mike Singletary or no? Who was it? Uh, like a Bears dude. All these car commercials, they're like, they're talking about football and then they look right into the camera and they're like, but this isn't about football. And you're like, oh, a disguised car commercial. Great. Thanks. Have we also talked about, I've tried to do this in stand up and I just haven't written it. Note to self. Gotta get a notebook. But can any, can there be any NFL advertising that's even remotely of a thought? It, when they're aver- when they're spending money on advertising, like there are women that watch this sport every Sunday. It's Dennis Leary and the four trucks commercial and screaming, just screaming. It's so true. Hey, assholes, get your dick out of the cheesecake. Ah, this new Ford 150. And you're like, blood coming, gushing out of my ears. Or it's worse. It's the female that's like, I've got to get some wings out because my husband's friends are over. I'm like, what the hell? My husband's the one out there doing tending to the wings. Or Viagra, and she's in a fucking football jersey. Don't even jersey. start me on the Viagra. Oh, it just makes me crazy. Advertising in NFL on Sundays makes me insane. I'm like, do you not realize who buys the paraphernalia from the NFL for yeah. a family. And don't put me in a pink jersey or I will literally rip your head off. No shrink it and pink it. It's so oh, rude. So rude. God. What's your jersey? Do you own an NFL jersey? Oh, I, I, own, I own a whole bunch. Uh, What's I, your go-to jersey? Well, I tonight. well, I don't wear jerseys in public. I don't either. I only wear it on... Can I tell you? I yeah. only wear mine on Super Bowl. Oh, yeah? Only Super Bowl. Yeah. And I only wear it at home. Like, so if we're going out for Super Bowl, I'll wear something Patriots appropriate. Yes, I mean, it's the Patriots in the bow. Um, so you're the anti-Bridget? The anti? She wears, remember, every time she Every time here, she goes in public, she's in Jack Down Patriots. Oh, no, I won't do that. Yeah, I'm the anti. Layers. No, I, because first of all, um, because I'm Southern and not from the Northeast, everybody's all of a sudden like, oh, you're a bandwagoner. I'm like, listen, don't be a son of a bitch. I've been doing hard time with these assholes. Back when we had Flutie for two seconds. Trust, I've yeah. done a hard time. Yeah, yeah. So I don't want to fight that fight. You know what I'm screaming? That fight. Steve Grogan. <laughs> did you really go there? Yes. I, I love you so much. Prop him up. Blood Sophie. When we had cement shoes, blood so I've done hard time. Yeah, no, it's fine. So I, that's why I don't wear Patriots gear out because then people want to get in a whole fight with me about my, my accent. But my jersey is a Gronk jersey. And I know we're probably going to have to retire it next year. But I did not buy a Tommy jersey. I don't own Tommy paraphernalia. No, and yeah. Because I love Gronk. Well, Gronk's more feel good. I own two football jerseys. They're both Walter Payton. Oh, well, see, that's respectable. Solid. Damn right. Solid. Uh, I just owned, you know, like a whole bunch of giant stuff. Uh, My last drawer of my dresser is now packed, and I'm going to have to move it into another box. It's it's all paraphernalia from my future Lady Sports Cave. I wound up saying Lady Cave, and then that was misinterpreted. So I go with Lady Sports Cave, um, a future Lady Sports Cave. And I've got a whole bunch of uh, Giants jerseys. Uh, and then jerseys that people have given to me and um, all kinds of stuff. Uh, all right, so then we had the the Green Bay 
Uh, Atlanta game, no one saw that coming. Uh, what in God's name happened to Aaron Rodgers? Anybody, did he have the flu? Was he, did him and Olivia Munn break up? Like, what happened? I, you know, I like that phrase that people and coaches were using after the game that they hit a buzzsaw. I thought that was extremely appropriate because, you know, Crosby, who doesn't miss, all of a sudden he misses. I mean, Atlanta gets the ball, sets the tone, drives all the way down. Now, let me just back this up for one second. When I saw that Atlanta-Seattle game, I think we were touching upon this yes. last week, I literally was like, no, you just you just never know in the NFL because, like, one team plays great, that, and then all of a sudden they crap the bed the next week. Exactly you don't right. know. So I wasn't – but something changed for me in that Falcons-Seahawks game because the Seahawks always come to play. They're always competitive. Pete Carroll's – I know they're scandal, but he's a great coach. He gets them so motivated – and they got their asses kicked. And I was like, if they can do that to Seattle, a legitimate, like, you know, arguably always one of the best defenses in the league, you know, this is going to be interesting. So they take care of Seattle. Then they just dismantle Green Bay. Now, Green Bay, like, you always think if this went, if this play went that way and that play went that way, like, what would have happened, right? Crosby misses it. Now it's 7 nothing. Could be 7-3. Then they make a stop. Uh, and the fullback, what's the fullback's guy's name? Uh, uh, he's got that really fun name, whatever. Uh, he fumbles the ball on like the five after a great run. And all of a sudden it's like 17 nothing, and it could have been potentially, you know, 10-10 or 17-10. And then it was just, it was full steam ahead. It was just no looking back. And I, I thought their defense, you know, it, it's always Atlanta offense, Atlanta offense, but Atlanta defense... That's what gives me hope for the Super Bowl, to be a yes. good competitive game. Because Atlanta, Atlanta's defense, you know, they went out and got Sanu, wide receiver on offense. They went out and got, uh, like, an O-lineman or who, who also? Center, Alex Mack. Alex Mack they went out and got. Um, but they also have been revamping the defense for the last couple of years. You know, Dan Quinn, where was, now, why can't I think of where Dan Quinn was? Where was Dan Quinn? I've got a. Uh, was he Seattle's defense coach? Either he was like New England, he was somewhere because he's been in the last like four or five Super Bowls or something like that, or you know, coordinating or something. Was, was it Seattle? It was Seattle's defensive coordinator. Yeah. Okay, all yes. right. So, uh, well, that makes sense uh, because he's you know, and I always say this: I say Kansas City and Atlanta. Oh, they're gonna at some point they're gonna just drop the ball. But I, I tell you, this Atlanta team. You go through Seattle and you go through Aaron Rodgers, you've got a shot. They've got a shot. They've got a shot. I thought that game was uh, just, you know, not for Packers fans, but I thought if you were an Atlanta fan or an offensive fan, like I thought that game was certainly fun to watch if you were cheering for Atlanta. I mean, it was, they, they played. Flawless. It was flawless. They were fun to watch. And Julio Jones is a doll baby. Like he just makes it fun. Yeah. He may and Matt Matt Ryan was my fantasy quarterback all year because you know I had to get rid of Cam Newton. Yeah. Um, but Matt, man, it's like he just became a contender. Like I know he's always been a great quarterback and kind of just has done the time. But it it was really like that moment where it it was like when Drew Brees stepped up and kind of went to that next level. Yeah. That's what I feel like you're seeing right now from Matt Ryan. He's going to get the MVP. He'll be MVP this year, uh, as he should be. And I was, you know, I'm always, I always have a soft spot, soft spot for the, the Packers and Aaron Rodgers, but I, I tell you, I I wasn't really cheering for them. I was cheering, I have to say this, but I was cheering for Atlanta because I wanted someone new. I like, I like Matt Ryan. Last game in the Georgia Dome, I was like, someone new, you know? Uh, and I was really happy. I certainly wanted a better game, but I was really happy for them, their fan base. I know no one wanted Atlanta in the Super Bowl. It's funny because people were kind of tiptoeing around this. They were just like, oh, you know, uh, it's not going to affect the numbers. It's not going to affect the popularity of the Super Bowl. Of course it will. Oh. Everyone wanted Packers, you know, Rogers, Brady. Well, and they're down. The Super Bowl, I don't know if you know that the ticket prices yeah. are yeah. I literally was like, it's not bad to say everyone's like, no, it's going to be fine. It's, I was like, of course. Well, and whether people want to hear it or not, Atlanta's considered a small market team. Yeah. And I hate to say that because we all know Atlanta's a huge city, but that in, in the world of sports, the people in Green Bay, when that's what, and don't send me hate mail, Wisconsin fans, uh, they that's all they've got. Yeah. 
and they're going to spend. Some kids won't go to college, so they can go to a Super Bowl. It's okay. I'm from Kentucky. We do the same thing. <laughs> um, but Atlanta, they're like, oh, we'll, we'll watch it. We'll have a party at the house. They're not going to travel like rabid Green Bay fans will. Yeah. It's just a different culture. Oh, for sure. For I, I mean, them. you know, Green Bay, they live and die. They live and die for the team. And it, Atlanta is just a fun city, so there's all kinds of other stuff going on. I do think, though, being it in Houston will give uh, a lot of uh, people from Georgia a, you know, a push to get over there since it's not very far. I, I think there'll be, I think there will be a big contingent of Falcons fans there. I mean, I hope. You don't think so? You're looking at me like. Do you think there's going to be a rabid New England fan base going to Houston? I don't. I I really think. Well, I mean, they're more likely to go get warm than Atlanta. I think it's going to be. It'll be interesting because if remember the Giants Patriots was in Indianapolis, right? right? And so there was a Giants contingency. There was a New England contingency, but there was so many more Giants fans because of Peyton Manning. Oh, thousand percent. So is it, and also you either, the Patriots are so polarizing. You're either a fan or you hate them. It's odd. It's not odd. <laughs> I get it. I'm on StubHub right now in but, case you and I want to go to the Super Bowl. Oh my God. And there's the big Super Bowl uh, 51 package experience for a mere $8,000. Oh. Do, do you want to know what it is? What's the Super this, Bowl This experience? is per person, by the way. Oh boy! What do we get if we spend eight grand? If we spend eight Tell grand, us about it, Dick Trish. for meal rocks you to sleep at night. Perfect. I well, think that's you're already ahead of the game. Sorry. Exactly right. Yeah. Uh, you get a game Dick day game day ticket. <laughs> I love that you said Dick for meal. You just whipped him out of the woods. Doesn't uh, he look like a Keebler elf? He always looked like a Keebler elf. S- somebody Dick sweet, fun pastor um, that eats too much at a pancake. Cries all the time. Bake off a pancake breakfast. Okay. Game day ticket, club corner, club ends, club seats are some of the most premium in the building. Premium three-hour pregame VIP party at the Energy Center with high-end cuisine and performances by top musical acts. Okay. Let's slow down and analyze just... You get to, this is $8,000, okay. and you get to party three hours, like, we'd already be partying three hours before, but, like... But wait, there's more. With, with who? But more. Luke you, Bryan? You, you get VIP floor general admission tickets to Club Nomadic Friday night. Uh-huh. That's a retail value of $1,000. Past performances include Jay-Z with Beyonce, Pharrell, and the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, but they're not going to be there on this Friday. Year. Not this year. No. Dedicated entry into the stadium's secured perimeter. So you get security included in that. Uh, appearances by NFL alumni. You're welcome ahead of time. Okay, that that's the only thing that interests me so far. Priority option to purchase hotel transportation parking and additional I mean, experiences. This thing, this is <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. Like a, a cover, a, 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 a nice safe cover for your laptop for traveling on the plane. Well, socks. <laughs> Exclusive price points and seating locations only available with this offer. Yeah. Front of the line to Supercuts if you want to get your hair trimmed for the Super Bowl. And if I it, mean, come on. And if you really this package is bullshit. There was actually the biggest package, which was ten ten thousand dollars a ticket. Biggest. For ten thousand dollars, I want <laughs> what do I want? What do I want for $10,000 for a Super Bowl ticket? Let's discuss that while I peel my orange. She's literally peeling. Wait, you're both peeling oranges. What in God's name is happening around here? Um, here's what I want. Let's say I had a bag of money. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, every day I'm like, my butt is uncomfortable because I keep sitting on this bag of money. I'm going to take some of it out of the bag. Okay. Spend ten grand on a Super Bowl experience. The Giants would have to be in the Super Bowl, number one. Um, I would need, uh, it would have to include me being on the field during the game. I want to, I want to get in on a play. Ooh. I want to be in full pads. <laughs> you know what? I'm liking oh. this 10 grand deal. <laughs> I, I, I want to be able to give the team a pregame speech. You know, oh. I want I want all the, you know, the, the guys in the locker to like, you know, go crazy. Well, but then I also want to be like. Hey, assholes, I just paid 10 grand. You better win. 
you know, maybe a little bit more motivating than that. You actually, on the $10,000 one, get, I'm sorry, 11300 mm-hmm. You get um, the exclusive 90-minute post-game VIP party with on-field access following the presentation of the trophy. And then my favorite part is the bullet point right after it. Intimate setting, limited capacity, 1,200 guests. Wait, intimate and 1,200 don't go together. Intimate setting, 1,200 guests. So that's like after all the glitz and glamour has happened and they shove you into the corner with 1,200 people and they're like, hey, look at, I just don't buy, like this to me is like. It's a sham. It's a sham. I would need I to, like I would need uh, 50 yard seats and to the left and right of me is uh, uh, Joe Montana's to the right, uh, Lawrence Taylor's to the left because I have so many questions for both of them. Uh, and what else would I need? Uh, that whole week I would be need to be plied with food and alcohol. Oh, I like that. <laughs> you'd need a you'd need a full interrogation of Miami Yacht Gate, 2017. Where was your motivation? I'd like to come. I would like to be face to face with Odell Beckham Jr., Cruz, Roger Lewis, and Sterling Shepard, and I need some answers. I, I would. I That's need fair. some answers for part of my 11.3 that I'm dropping down. They, they could be part of your uh, experiences by NFL alumna. Okay. Sure. Uh, I'd like a lot of swag. A oh, lot of yeah. swag. Uh, what would you need, Trish? I would need a fun lunch with Giselle. <laughs> I would like to ask her why she makes the choices she does and why she feels it's okay. Um, one, I would like a to see fun it. lunch with Giselle because uh, I feel like my Tommy would show up to the fun lunch. I'd want Gronk to drive me around in a golf cart and we can high five people and give yep. fans like yep. fun stuff. That's fun. I would just be like, let's put a bunch of like Super Bowl swag in a cart and let's just go be fun and hand it out. Mm-hmm. That would be so fun to me. I love feeling like a fairy godmother. I yeah. want I want fifty yard line seats, but they're not seats. It's a giant leather sofa. Oh, one side of me. Vince Wilfork. Oh, oh wow. Me, you need a big couch. That's up, so you you William, need your own sofa. The refrigerator Perry. Wow. Definitely everybody needs their own couches. Yeah. Now, um, I want to sit in Mr. Kraft's That box. is the largest Oreo cookie yeah. that you just described in the history of Oreo cookies. You, it technically is a whoopie pie. Technically. Now, is this, if you were a woman, I would say, oh, you're trying to make yourself look like an emaciated thin lady. <laughs> Why why Fridge, Perry, and Wilfolk? I just think they know how to enjoy uh, sitting back and watching a game. <laughs> I would go Bo Jackson. Maybe that's because I, I loved him so much growing up. I'd want to know Bo. That couch would need so much support. support. Like, yeah. it would literally... I'd go futon more than I would couch because everybody needs their own... Futon's real bad on the back. Though. I like the couch, though. I like the couch idea. They need, sure. like, those good theater chairs with the auto recline. Here's what I here's what I would also need for I'll uh, up it I'll pay fifteen for this oh my Giants are on the Super Bowl oh okay right? they're in the Super Bowl and uh, at one point they're like uh, I do you know that tent that they have for like injuries and stuff where yes, you yes. can't see what's going on yep. so um, at one point you know uh, Cruz is like you know uh, my uh, my injuries like kicking in a little bit so he gives me his outfit. Uh, his uniform, and I put it on, and they're like, wow, he looks a little bit smaller. But er, there's so much going on because this is Super Bowl, you know? Sure. So then I'm on the sidelines. Uh, This is part of the Aaron Foley dream sequence. Uh, I'm on the sidelines, and I'm wearing uh, wearing Cruz's outfit, and I'm eating a grilled cheese because, yeah, I got to get psyched. Uh, I love you so much that that's your favorite uh, choice. I'm eating a grilled cheese, and uh, we're down by five points. And uh, they're like, okay, uh, you know, all hands on deck, you know, and they're like, Cruz, get in there. And then I'm, I'm Cruz. Yeah. And so I get in and I line up and everyone's paying attention to all the other players. You know, Shepard's been blowing it up in the slot. OBJ, they've got 17 people on him, you know, and they're like, oh, Cruz is, you know, he's on his twilight. And, and you're licking Gouda off your fingers. And, uh, and I just, you know, I finished my grilled cheese. So I'm like in a happy place. Sure. And I'm uh, wide, wide right. And uh, then it's all this, uh, hike, hustle and bustle and blah blah blah. I, was like, I just I just keep running. I just keep running. Freeze a bird. And then boom, Manning, the pass of all passes, and I just catch it like clean, a baby, clean, like a baby, like and, a baby, yep. like the baby Jesus you saved in the it. end zone. Just swaddled. And then I just and then the game's over because we were only down by five, and that's six and you points as the t- the clock's ticking. And then I spike the ball, and then 
Haley Berry comes through the ensign with a bottle of champagne, and she's like, let's do this. Haley Berry of all choices. I did not see that. I'm highly surprised by the Halle Berry. Earlier, it was Heidi Klum. Understandable. I could, I could do, I could do J Lo. A very good choice as well. I could do uh, uh, Heidi Klum. I've never met a Heidi Klum. Haley Berry. Never met a Halle Berry. Or uh, Charlize Theron. Oh, another respectable choice. Mm-hmm. I like all those choices. Uh-huh. Yep. I, That's I the Aaron Foley be- Super Bowl. $15,000 experience I would want. I would I would take uh, Julius Edelman, and I like how tiny he is, so nobody give him shit. I'd take me some Julius when he shaves. I don't like all that hockey beard he's got going on right now. But if Daniel Craig showed up, I'd take him to. Oh, wow. Daniel to. Craig, yes. I love him. Here's what I'm nervous about. Or Kyle Chandler. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm back. I'm nervous that uh, Hogan, uh, Edelman, uh, Amendola, and then uh, insert four people that came off the uh, the uh, bus mechanic squad, uh, uh, run around. Uh, uh, blunt, blount, blunt, blount, blunt just gets the ball and he just like just kills it. And the Patriots win the Super Bowl, and Roger Goodell has to hand over the trophy to Tom Brady, and Tom Brady headbutts him in the face. Would you not pay money? If I, that would I would. It's the only thing I'd want to see. I'd like him to headbutt the trophy. That then headbutts Goodell. Yes. Yeah. Uh, That's the only thing I I just, I worry. Here's, you know, here's at the end of the day. At the end of the day, obviously, I'm going to be, yeah, I'm all in with with the Falcons. I just don't think, I just don't, I just don't see it. I just, I could never bet against the Patriots. I'm never going to sit here and go, I have confidence that the Falcons are going to win. The Falcons could be a 21-point favorite, and I'd be like, Patriots gonna freaking win. I don't know. I just like I can't. Thank I just you. can't sit here and say the Falcons. I'm never gonna say the Falcons are gonna win that game. Could they win? They can win if the Fal- every single person on the Falcons plays better than they've ever played in their entire life. They go mistake free. Ryan Jones, uh, Sanu, uh, um, who's that? Freeman. Everyone just blows it up. The defense gets some stops. Uh, Brady goes back to pass, trips, knocks himself unconscious, doesn't play for the rest of the game, uh, and then everybody, uh, you know, has uh, and the, and the Patriots play the, what a, a terrible game. I don't like that. <laughs> that's you know, that's that's how that's how good the Patriots are. Thank you. They're a three point favorite. I'd I'd, I'd make them a seven. Thank I'd you. I, I thought that was a little low myself. I think it's just because the the Falcons are on they're dialed in. they're they're dialed in mm-hmm. they're uh they're they've never played better uh Dan Quinn has made a huge difference Ryan's on fire they've got everything it takes to win a Super Bowl oh wait who are we playing uh the Patriots okay people it's time for our new segment back on the bus this is a moment in sports uh player fan coach someone that has done something so ridiculous that they get sent back on the bus, inspired by Mary and Dick Foley, my parents, who watch the Tampa Bay Rays every single game. And when they get angry at a player, uh, they scream back on the bus uh, to send them back to AAA to Durham. This week, we've got a real a-hole that is back on the bus. Take it away, Trish. Well, you know, as a Pats fan, I, too, uh, would do anything to see my team win, except what Dennis Harrison did. Dennis Harrison, who is 25 years old, an East Boston resident, uh, allegedly pulled the alarm at the Logan Airport Hotel. P.S. Why are they at the freaking airport, Hilton? I just want to, okay. At about 3.40 a.m. Sunday, authorities quickly determined it was a false alarm. This is where the Steelers were staying. (laughs) Uh, Harrison, described by his lawyer as a diehard Patriots fan by his lawyer, has pleaded not guilty to pulling the fire alarm that roused the visiting Pittsburgh Steelers from their hotel beds ahead of their playoff game against New England. I mean, what an a-hole. Back on the bus, you idiot, Bostonian drunk motherfucker. (laughs) I love that his lawyer, Napolitano, said, um, Harrison played high school football and is embarrassed. What? What? Ale- the allegation of alcohol use is said to be involved. Oh, yeah, no you, you shit. Think? Oh, my God. Can you, what an, I mean, literally, you're told for that. Tw- I mean, whatever. Maybe he's not. It's just one of those things where you're just like, 
Okay, added to another Patriots story oh. of like Steelers have to get up, they have no sleep, and then all of a sudden Le'Veon Bell pulls, pulls his groin. Ah. I, I know. I was God look as a Patriots it, I fan. Them. I was so embarrassed. I was so embarrassed by this. Oh, back on the bus. What is this guy's name? Dennis, Dennis Harrison. Harrison. Dennis Harrison. Back, back on, on the, the bus. bus. Get Out. just stop. Go away. Stop it. Uh, so obviously you're picking the Patriots. I'm picking. I am picking the Patriots. Uh, Aaron, do you think there's any way um, the Falcons win? Yeah. Uh, the fact that it's on turf. If it were if it were outdoors, I would say no, no chance. But. Yeah. But I think, yeah, what the hell? You went with the turf angle. That's I didn't see fair, that coming. Yeah, I didn't. That was yeah. a... Because of the turf in the dome? Yeah, like, like I said last just, week, just, like yeah. if, green, if if the Atlanta Green Bay game had been in Green Bay... Oh, that out. They, they don't the elements, do weather. Yeah, yeah they don't yeah, do weather. Exactly. But since it's indoors, they get yeah. a shot. They know that every team has a shot, and the Falcons certainly... I mean, they could win the game. It's Dude. not like I'm going to be totally. shocked if they win the game. What are your thoughts on all NFL stadiums becoming indoor, just climate controlled? Hey, hate it. It's the worst thing ever. It takes that element out yeah. of the game. Yeah. You should be able to go go up to Green Bay and freeze. And I mean, go out of Minnesota Miami Minnesota now is temperate. Go to Miami and sweat. God knows what you're going to get in New York. And yeah, it's the whole p- fun part of the game. Yeah, Cleveland, it could be a snowstorm or you could be sweating to death. Yeah, too. that's like part of the elements. It's part of the, when the when the season schedule comes out, you're like, oh man, I can't believe them. And then all of a sudden you're looking at teams, you're like, well, what teams do I have to play in December? Because you think of the weather. Of yeah, it's just fun. It just makes it, makes it awesome. But do we feel all Super Bowls should play in a climate controlled situation for dollars? I, I don't know. I like it where God knows what happens. You know, I love that. Do, but also, like, I I also understand the point. It's, you know, one and done for the championship. So you want fair, not not so much fair, but you don't want the weather being such a huge factor because it's a one and done. So I understand that. I understand that. But for me, roll the dice, let them play. Where it's it's I mean what, what was in New York what two years ago? Yes, when Bruno Mars literally looked like a precious little tic tac out there, and I was like, yeah, oh, he's so tin. That wasn't the best weather, but you no, know. it was a snowstorm. And, and then in, Ch- like in Chicago, sunshine. that was the the uh, um, weren't they playing? The, what wasn't that the uh, Indiana the Colts? Uh, no, that was in Miami. And that was rain. Oh, that was the rain raining. one. Oh, okay. Oh, were they that's playing? Prince and Purple Rain. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Oh, that they were playing sloppy. the Bears, right? They, they were playing, playing the Bears. Bears. That's Indiana what it Bears, was. Yeah. yeah, in Miami. Yeah. So I don't know. I kind of like that. Um, all right, we got tennis and b and uh, b ball and some MLB. I'm now knee deep uh, in uh, in the tennis in Aussie Open. I I missed the uh, well. Here's some fun facts. Here's some fun facts leading us into this is the second week going into the Australian Open. Uh, tons of upsets, which is making the brackets really interesting. Djokovic goes down round one. Murray goes down round three, or was it four? Maybe even earlier. Uh, so now you've got uh, you've got the men's kind of wide open. Uh, women, Angelique Kerber, who's number one, gets beat by Koki, uh, Koki, Coco Vanderway. Close. So close. Uh, so last night I, 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 uh, I watched, I turned on ESPN2 to watch Venus Williams play. And uh, no disrespect, she's a fantastic player. I just can't pronounce her name It's correctly. a lot. I've tried it too, and it's a hot mess. Uh, but she's very good. She's like, I think she's read like 24 or something. Um, anyway, so I go, and they've they've dropped Australian Open to like, you know when they put it on like ESPN app or ESPN 3, and it's you the can worst. never figure out where the heck the sport is. And they're like doubled up on tennis channel. I'm like, I don't get tennis channel because I have to have the $7,000 cable package. Yeah. Uh, so what was playing on ESPN two to my de- to, to my chagrin and to my delight was women's basketball, women's college basketball, and I forgot because I was saying this a couple weeks ago. Monday nights they always put really good uh, women's college basketball games on, like marquee matchups. And last night I don't know how I, I let it slip. I think it was just because it's the, the end Bachelor of the season. and the Bachelor oh, and the Bachelor. Uh, oh my God, it was such a good episode last night uh i'm so confused by that show because you know i only know that sidebar sorry um because of you and because of my other day job hollywood today live where we have to discuss such pop culture things and i take great pride in the fact that i've never seen any episode of a real housewife franchise or a bachelor yeah franchise but apparently just from the commercials i've seen 
this is the like Ross says it all the time. Ross Matthews that this season is grody, like it's just icky mess, like it's been the most sexual. And it's I don't, turning into a porn. Okay, so I've never watched it ever, but gosh, it's the commercials. I'm like, little kids, like, they come on during the chew and Good Morning America. I'm like, some little child could be eating its breakfast, waiting for the bus. And I see this girl, Corinne, who I don't know from a can of paint, who's got her doings out for little children to see on commercials. And I'm well, like, Well, that's the parent's responsibility. Anyway, uh, Corinne's a real. Uh, Did she, you just become an ABC executive? She, I'm like, oh, yeah, wait, wait, wait. it's adult television. So, uh, but no, it is. It's she's just. It's sort, really. She's, she's just every. He's just making out with. Like, I love it how women. If it's the Bachelorette and she is making out with all these dudes, everyone's like, wow, she's a she's, hoe. She's a hoe, and Nick is just like literally. practically putting his dick in everyone's hair and they're like well he's just uh, trying to figure it out may i ask and i don't i've only seen does he have a speech impediment he has a he has a little charming lisp i don't find him attractive he looks like a pa (laughs) that i once had that kept forgetting to put the toilet seat down and all the okay and the train (laughs) Random. <laughs> and, well, and everybody was like, hey, you have to share this. All the female PAs came up to me and was like, Trish, could you maybe say something? Because you're our mouthpiece, Solidarity says. Nick, put the toilet seat down. He, he just looks like he forgets. Yeah, listen, he, he's, he's got, he's a, a very polarizing effect. Some people love him, some people can't How stand him. How do you him. feel about him? Because I know you love him. I'm smack in the middle. Sometimes I like him, sometimes I don't. Uh, he's just, I kind of liked him a little bit. I've never hated, uh, I kind of like him. And now he's turning into a little bit of a, uh, just kind of just a piggy. Didn't Aaron Rodgers' brother last season? And did he marry one the whole thing? Yeah. Well, I don't know. There, what happens is whoever wins, bachelor? they date and they usually break break up. No, he was a contestant. He was just trying to find love. <laughs> and, and he is with the girl. Uh, they're still together. But I mean, that's not that doesn't say much. But that's contractual, isn't it? That's not real. No, of course it's real. I'm sorry. I don't. Anyway, uh, and we're back to tennis. I and apologize. we're back to tennis. Um, no, please, I can say. I, so that's, we, it, I was distracted. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> so I go to put on Venus, and what is on is uh, South Carolina versus, versus Mississippi State women's college basketball. Uh, South Carolina is uh, four. Uh, South Carolina is four, and I think. Uh, no, no, Mississippi State is four and South Carolina is three, or maybe South Carolina is five. I forget. Anyway, it, they're, they're going to be in the top rankings of March Madness. They'll each have a number one seed. Uh, Mississippi State had not lost yet, and South Carolina beat them at the very end. It was super exciting. Asia Wilson put a bunch of foul shots in at the very end. They beat Mississippi State. So Mississippi State is 20 and one. South, South Carolina is 17 and one. Uh, this. This is why, this is like yet another game why, another example of why you should watch women's college basketball. Again, look for it on Monday nights because they always have marquee matchups. They'll do like the Saturday day and the Sunday day, but uh, Monday nights they always put the the top-notch players. Um, Mary and Dick Foley going to see a Baylor's women's basketball game on Sunday. Uh, they are in town visiting my sister Tara. That's fantastic. Yep, they're seeing a, a Baylor's men's game, a Baylor women's game, and the Harlem Gold Globetrotters this Friday are going to be at Baylor. And my That's mom a full passed, weekend. but my dad said yes. And then Tara pleaded, "Do you want to fly in and take my ticket?" Uh, but I was like, no, I'm performing, unfortunately. Uh, but I would have. So yeah, Mary and Dick uh, fully getting their basketball on Baylor style, and Baylor women are like two or three, and Baylor men were one, but now I think they're two, and Villanova's back up on top. So uh, Baylor killing it. Uh, anyway, so I miss Venus. Venus now she won last night. She reaches her first Australian Open since 2003. Here's some fun facts, Trish. I love this. She's, She's sorry. Go ahead. Well, only thing I know is she is the oldest player, correct? Yeah, well, she's she is the oldest. Female. She is the oldest player to reach uh, the Australian semi since 1982. Billie Jean King did it when she was 39. Venus is 36. Billie uh, Jean was a beast, man. Oh my god, she was amazing. If I, I she's on a very short list of people I I like dream sequence to meet. Billie I've met Jean her. King. You have? And it was, I became special. You know when you have those moments you think you're going to be really eloquent and say, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have done it. Yeah. And, and because, again, I'm very grateful that one of my dear friends is an Olympian and I get in odd situations with epic athletes. Um, and, and was one of those moments where I just was like, 
Like I couldn't even say so nice. I like cookies. Yeah, like you know, Dennis Rake, tell you. Like I was like, what happened? What? And she was like, and she's so engaging. Yeah. And and um, aware. Like yeah. when you talk to someone and they're very in your space and are paying attention. And I just became mush mess. And I was like, and there went a living legend. And I shook her hand and I said, I mean, I literally think I mumbled, nice to meet you. And she probably thought, oh, she's not bright. I would well. have, I would have, I don't know what I would do. I'd go in for, first of all, I'd go in for a real bear hug. Well, I'd she, get in there. She had a swarm of people around her. And I think she, she's, she's small yeah. as well. Like I'm five two. She's, she's not a tall woman. So I, I think there were so many people around her. She had that like, yeah, was kind of keeping personal space. So yeah. I didn't want to be like, hey, I I'd invade it. Uh, I'd go, I'd you. still go right in. You know who I did that to? It was Nadia Comaneci. <gasps> You bet Nadia Comaneci. Let me just bat. Okay, asterisk, scroll down. This is a total sidebar. We'll get back to tennis. We know she's 39. We're talking about age. I will not lose this track. Uh, Summer dragged me to this Olympian event for the Golden Globes. It was like the goal for the gold. They were doing a pun on words. And so it was me with a bunch of Olympians. This and is amazing. Summer. And, you know, she's married to Bart Connor. Oh, my God. I keep forgetting. Okay. No, no, no. I almost thought you met Summer Sanders. No, no. Nadia, yes. She's married to yes. Eric Schlopey, yes. a yes. Olympian as well, um, who I love and adore, Eric Schlopey, a giant slalom downhill skier. But we're walking in, and Summer goes, just be aware, they're a handsy bunch, Bart and Nadia. And I go, well, all right. I mean, I'm, they're not hug anybody. And I walk in, and Bart goes, Trish, what Olympics did you compete at? And Summer hears it. Oh, my God. And I, without missing a beat, I said Barcelona. Oh, my God. And Nadia has got her. She's just hugging on me and just squeezing. And she goes, really? She goes, what sport? And I said, well, rhythmic gymnastics. It's a shame it's not in anymore. Because can anybody name a mother effing rhythmic gymnast? Nope. Nope. And I'm look, I'm a little person. So it wasn't like I, I my other, what was I going to do, equine? Maybe archery. Yeah. I could have gotten away with that. Yeah. But I was like, I'm fast on my feet. And she goes, that is such a tough event. I said, I know. I, I know love it. that you still went in gymnastics to Nadia Comaneci. Like, She's that's Nadia still, Mother Truck and Comaneci. That's what I'm saying. It's ballsy because you went in her genre. Well. But I know she's like a rock star. She yeah. kind of, she's kind of so big britches that she's not gonna how make long, herself aware. How long did you let the joke go? Still, okay, wait. To this day, no. Bonnie Blair and Dan Jansen were standing there. Bonnie Blair. Bonnie Blair and Dan Jansen. Bonnie Blair, who's boss, possibly those two are two of the funniest human beings on planet Earth. They are both trying to not die. Because they know exactly who I am because I've been around them with Summer. And Bonnie's going, oh, my gosh. She's sitting there just shaking her head behind Nadia because she's like a foot taller than Nadia going, oh, oh, oh my God. Like loving oh that this God. is going over. Oh, my God. And we were hee-hawing, hee-hawing over the whole thing. Oh, my so God. So it has become our big, you know. You have a running joke with Bonnie Blair and Dan Jansen. If I you don't know them, look them up. The two of the greatest speed skaters of all time. time. In uh, a, a running gag with Nadia Coleman, like my will, head is gonna fall off. I will find you the photo because then right after that we got stuck in an elevator in the parking garage at the Beverly Hilton because it was after the Golden Globes, and uh, Bonnie goes, "Trish can fix it with a rhythmic ribbon." And I was like, oh "No, my, oh I my swear. God, Bonnie she, Blair is writing jokes. She's full of them, honey. She's brilliant. All I request is that I just I go I I will crawl into your suitcase in another one of these Olympic events." I have to, I just, I promise I won't embarrass you. No, it's fine. I, I might embarrass But we could have to pick what we do. Maybe we could be rowers together. Like, we're not, rowers. we don't have yes. the shoulders for it. Yes. We have to pick something that is legit. We could be like, we could have done the 93s. Yeah. Like, just enough back that it's like, mm, they could have let themselves go. I just air quoted. Um, yeah, I'll just, you know, maybe like. A, Archery, I feel like solid for us. Or skate. We could shoot skate. Or or we pick whatever like if they excelled in summer we go winter winter you know like we Solid. do uh, two lady toboggan Bi- biathlon biathlon yeah. speed yeah. walking speed yeah. walking marathons yeah. that's yeah. a good one a short track and then be like which which short track and then just keep walking I <laughs> uh, j- just uh, just something a lot of smoke and mirrors now how do you in each whatever and I'll just I'll leave it like this and we'll get right back to tennis. Um, uh, Nadia Comaneci, and I covered this uh, maybe last year, U.S. Open. Uh, there was a Ro- there's a Romanian tennis player, probably in the top ten, top fifteen, or maybe she was just breaking in, and I can't remember who she played. But of course, I was watching it, 
because maybe she was playing like a, you know, Williams sister or something. And Nadia Comaneci was in the stands supporting her. And I thought, oh, my God, I think she was. Let's say this one was let's just say for argument. She was playing like Serena. Okay. I thought, oh, my God, this woman like she already is like having a tournament of her life because she was like unranked or something is now playing Serena. And then, oh, just no pressure. Nadia Comaneci is in the stands. And they interviewed, and I literally was like, I don't even care who wins this game. Like, I just wanted to, like, I just was mesmerized seeing Nadia Komenich getting interviewed in the stands. She's pretty, I mean, when you realize who she is to us. It's Nadia Komenich. I mean, come on. There's no, there's no other. Um, Here's fun facts. Here's fun tennis facts. Uh, This is the oldest uh, in the round of now we're in some quarters for men, some semis for women, uh, and semis for men. Uh, right now, seven out of the 16 left are 30 and older. It's the oldest tournament right now so far. That's amazing. Isn't that awesome? What what it says about uh, the longevity of athletes now and taking care of their bodies right? and really just the performance level. It's amazing. Um, so I watched... Uh, I watched Coco Vanderway last night play. Now, she's an upcoming American. She's 25. She's been in some quarters, maybe been in one semi, I want to say last, maybe 2015. And, you know, just her and Madison Keys, and who's the other American that I love? Madison Keys, Coco, and, uh, oh, tip of my tongue. Oh, God, Carol. Get it together. Kerber, Kerber, Kerber. No, Kerber German. Um, I'll I'll think of it in a, I'll think of it in a second. Uh, Sloan Stevens, Sloan Stevens, Madison Keys, Coco Vanderway. Uh, uh, they're like our you know our top three up and coming. Uh, she's playing Muguruza from Spain, who I love. I'm a big Muguruza fan because I always call her Muguruza. Um, uh, born in Venezuela, she plays for Spain, uh, number seven in the world. And I thought this is going to be a great match. Uh, Vanderway kicked her butt six four six zero. It was a competitive first match uh, or, or first set just killed her. I mean, Muguruza is like a very good tennis player. I just want to keep hearing you say that. Muguruza. Uh, so I'm wondering, is this is this uh, Coco's uh, breakout? Is it her breakout? Now, she plays Venus next round. And I'm telling you, tennis fans or not tennis fans, it's weird because just tape it because sometimes they start, like last night I started watching it like five or six Missed Venus, caught that match, and then Warinka played uh, Sanga, uh, and then at 3 a.m. Federer played. So I know it's like weird times, but if you can see this Vanderway Coco, uh, Coco Vanderway played Venus Williams, that's going to be a huge match. Um, that's not tonight, though. That's two, no, that'll two, be on Friday, like in two days. But in, in two days, because it's our night is their day, so they'll play Thursday. like tomorrow. They'll play tomorrow on American television, which is really Thursday. Copy you. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got Federer just breezed into the semis. He's playing Wawrinka. Two Swiss, the Swiss men playing each other. Nadal will play tonight. Uh, this is Tuesday. Now he's playing, who's Nadal playing? He's play, oh, Rayconic, Ray, Ray or I can never pronounce the the Canadian dude who's so good. Why isn't that on So here? Nadal could totally lose. I'm, I'm rooting for Nadal-Federer final. Um and yeah, okay. So that he has the next match, and then Serena plays um, Johanna Conta. Conta, who's good? I don't, I don't um, see the other Serena one is losing. Johanna and Karolina Pliskova, uh, and she's she's good as well. Okay, here's another fun fact. I kept taking all these screenshots. I love you. Uh, American women to reach major semifinals in the last ten years: Serena Williams, twenty-two times; Venus Williams, seven times. Madison Keys once, Sloane Stevens once. Like, there's, I mean, besides the v- Venus and Serena, like, a drought. Uh, until they retire, that will continue to be the case. I mean, don't you all feel? But, I mean, what I'm saying is, like, it's exciting because Madison Keys wasn't in this tournament because she was hurt. Sloane Stevens, I'm not sure if she played or maybe she's hurt. But, uh you know, at least we've got, like, if, if Vanderway, here's what I didn't like. Okay, here's my last thing. Uh-huh. Vanderway last year, I thought when I hear when I when I heard Vanderway, I was like, oh, I just I just thought, oh, Kiki Vanderway, and then I didn't think anything of it because I remember maybe watching the end of Kiki Vanderway. He played for the Knicks when I was like a kid. Yeah. So last night I'm watching Vanderway. You wouldn't believe this family tree. I wrote it all down. No, this is her family. 
Her uncle is Kiki Vanderway Stop. of the Knicks. Stop. Her grandfather is Ernie Vanderway, who also played for the Knicks. Her mother is an Olympic swimmer. No. Her grandmother is the 1952 Miss America. That is her family. Wow. Isn't that insane? If you don't become something with those genetics, you're effed in the A. Yeah. Like they send you out until no one knows you existed. Apparently she played basketball and at 13 her mom sat her down and was like, you got to pick something. And she's, she went with tennis. She's a tree. Now, here's what I have to say. Now, here's the, the, the when we were looking up who was a commentator with Chris Everett. It's Cliff, Cliff Drivesdale. Cliff Drivesdale. Now, Cliff Drivesdale, I don't think I've had a problem with him. Last night. She's 6'1". No, she's very tall and super athletic. And her, and she is right now on the, on the in this tournament the fastest forehand and backhand. And her serves are insane. 25 years old. She's finally putting it all together is what I'm trying to say because wow. she was always hit or miss. So I'm really hoping, I mean, I love Venus, so it's a, it's a win-win. But if Coco goes through to the final, maybe this is her, yeah. And he also, Kiki Vanderway also coached the Nets. Okay, so check this out. Vanderway is serving like, she's got what they call a flat serve that it just beelines it. It's like a bullet. And then this kick serve where... It's hard to explain, but it, it literally, it, arcs. it goes up, like it'll hit the ground and shoot up. Mm-hmm. And I was like blown away by this. I don't know. If you can get a solid kick serve going, yeah, it's like the Pete Sampras ace back in the day. Just You're just crazy. unstoppable. Mm-hmm. So she was killing it with her serves, right? So this guy, Cliff Drysdale, I, I'm not making this up because I wrote it down. And he goes, uh, right after Vanderway hit like an ace, and he goes, uh, oh, uh, hold on. You know, he's got this, I don't know if he's Australian or British. He's got this accent. He's like, okay, I'm looking for... He's actually South African. He's South African, sure. Uh, so, oh, for three on that one. Whoops. Are you South African? He was like, um, uh, I'm looking for a, this quote. I'm looking for a politically correct way to save this. I'm, I'm Quote, I'm looking for a politically correct way to say this. Her serve is um, very masculine. <laughs> that's what he that's what he came uh, up with after he was looking for a politically correct way to say this. I think you should keep looking, Claire. Who is <laughs> like might want to dig a little further. You no, you you have you have that thought and then you don't say it because you're looking for a politically correct way to say he this. He is seventy five years old and his mind apartheid was, you know, <gasps> rational. I mean he's he's <laughs> Somebody just, is he 75? He's 75 years old. Masculine. And so Chrissy Everett, and I know she gets a lot of crap for her commentating. <coughs> I, I'm a big Chrissy. I, 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 I don't mind her as a commentator. She goes, yes, she does have a strong serve. Strong serve would have been the word you... Yeah. Masculine? Yeah. There's a lot of things, I mean, you would go to before masculine. I literally was like, this is the Assertive, whole like gender strong. inequality from day one. You don't have to be, you don't have to have man traits as a lady. They're lady traits because she's a lady. By the way, he'd have been better served to just say she's got a beast of a serve. Yeah. Just literally. Leave it, leave it it's right there. It's a masculine serve. I literally almost like threw the TV out. I literally was like, I, I can't even, any, any preface it's by saying this is, this is, I'm trying to figure out a politically correct way to say this. I was like, well, uh, that was an epic fail. How about that? Does this mean I can't sign you up for the Cliff Drasdale tennis experience? <laughs> uh, anyway, watch these matches this, uh, throughout the week. Uh, a good ways to even tape it, because I know they're on at weird hours, but the tennis, uh, the tennis is going to be uh, super exciting. We have to sort of wind down. Uh, a big shout out, and I will post this on Facebook, uh, to Joe Wilfred uh, Sanga. Sanga, who's been one of my favorites, he's like 12 or 13. He played Wawrinka and lost, but it was it, this is almost a, a, a second up to a, a runner-up to a feel-good moment of the week. A ball girl got hit in the face, and apparently she already had the flu. She was having like a terrible day. And he saw she was hurt, and he went over and escorted her and got her help and escorted, took her arm and escorted her off the court, and she penned him a letter, and he put it up on Twitter. The whole thing was, he, she was thanking him. What a classic. It act. was so classy and wonderful, and it was just like how professional athletes should act, and it was really 
so second place feel good moment of the week. Uh, there were two, yeah, that was there were some good ones this week, which um, is so nice. We have to do a qui- just do like a minute baseball shout out, and and next Monday uh, we're recording on Mondays now. Uh, we'll do you know we have an off week from the football, so you know it's, um, we'll do stories, we'll do uh, you know Australian Open recap, and we'll do a little bit more baseball. Uh, but uh, a huge amount of sadness this past weekend. Uh, we lost oh. two. And one, a nationally prominent uh, a pitcher uh, in in Ventura for the Royals went down in Marte. Uh, they're both both lost to uh, a car accidents in the Dominican Republic, right after what was this T- Tavares, right? Oscar Tavares, Tavares. Yeah. Who, 2014. Who, who also died in a car accident in Dominican Republic. I saw this uh, Paul Sullivan, friend of the show, uh, Sully, uh, Sully Baseball on, on Twitter, and he's got a, a great uh, a blog uh, about baseball. I saw this. It was said R.I.P. What's it? Is it Orlando, your right? Your Dano. Your Dano? Um, I can never pronounce his uh, first name. So I always call him. But I was like, no, no, it can't be. And I clicked on... Because, you know, even if you don't follow the Royals, like, he was just, you know, a huge piece of that World Series. And also just like a, what is he, 24? 24. 24, yeah. 24, 25. Yeah. Like, a huge young gun. Yeah, like, brash comparable. guy who would throw at people. Oh, yeah, he was. I mean. He, spicy. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, didn't uh, Machado and him have a, a yeah. blowout at the mound? and mm-hmm. But, you know, like, just like, I love these young, these young guns. And, uh. It was just, uh, it was hard. It was hard, to, especially after Fernandez. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Fernandez, but it's just sad, just horrible. And also, like, all kidding aside, get these fucking roads together, Dominican Republic. I mean, what the F? Wear your seatbelts. Wear seatbelts, don't drink. This is not trying to make a joke, but isn't that where we lost? Lost left eye from TLC? No, that was in, like, Honduras. Okay, I'm so sorry. <laughs> was, it was a bad car accident. I'm, I'm yeah. sorry. No, I it is. Be like, mess. I just, I, but I literally thought, what is going on with the roads in the Dominican Republic? Obviously, these guys are speeding. Maybe there's alcohol. You know, I know there's all kinds of stuff. But I literally was like, I don't want to hear another. Uh, and this is also just road facts of Dominican Republic. There's more deaths, vehicular deaths in Dominican Republic than... Uh, I don't know. What is it? Majority like of, what's causing the issue? I don't know what it is, but it's so sad. Um, okay, go on our iTunes, uh, Sports Without Balls iTunes. Leave a five star review. I'm sorry, I dropped the ball with this. We are picking the ball back up. Balls go, picked up. Balls picked up. Someone at balls. <laughs> Uh, and and we will read the review. We've got a new one from uh, the handle. The handler name is M K Mueller twelve. Hilarious five stars. The banter these two ladies have is hilarious. Sounds like mornings in my office. I love football and soccer, but I'm growing interested in other sports as I listen to the show. Yay! Yay! Thank you so much for uh, for that. Uh, I, we will get you. We will get you into more sports. And here's here's your assignment this week, MK Mueller. Watch these Aussie Opens. Uh, watch women's basketball on uh, Monday nights. Obviously, we're heading right into March Madness and NBA. Crazy amounts of ba- uh, baseball, but we didn't even touch on hockey. Did we you didn't know even. The, we've got hockey. Hockey's coming. Did you know that the All Star hockey game is here? It's in L.A. I'm so embarrassed. Oh, God, okay, I gotta, you guys, we, we have to we're, up our we're, hockey game. We're going to do it. We're, we're going to make a call. Game. We're going to go to a call. Kings. We're going to go to a Kings game. No, we are. We're going we're gonna to up our hockey game. And I'm also going to up my ladies' golf game. Oh! I, do you, I've do been, you play I've golf? been threatening. I, ha- I own clubs. I've never played. I've never played. Maybe 2010. Let's take yeah. golf lessons. Because I'm telling you, the women's LBGA kicks ass. Aaron plays. Aaron plays? We're going to do it. Feel good moment of the week. Feel good moment of the week. Oh, this is one of my favorite ones. This makes me want to like the Falcons even more. This is the sweetest This story. is so great. Okay. Uh, Atlanta Falcons coach Dan Quinn revealed an unusual first-time winner of a game ball after Sunday's NFC Championship game for showing the type of grit he expects from his players. Left guard Annie Levitri's wife, Katie, earned national recognition after sitting through the Falcons' 36-20 divisional playoff win over Seattle despite going through labor. She is my spirit animal. I mean... As the Falcons prepare, uh, Quinn on Monday made sure to recognize her dedication by awarding her a game ball. And they will we'll post this link. It's the most precious thing, but they show a picture of her and her husband from his Instagram. 
And she is so tiny. If she didn't have her hand on that stomach, I've been like, why are they showing this girl? Is this his mistress? You can't even tell she's pregnant. She's so tiny. She is tiny. She's a tiny lady, which makes it even more of a, a champion. We gave Andy Levitre's wife game ball because it was a week late, and we put ultimate toughness on it. She had gone into labor during the game but waited it out. So we thought that was definitely worth the game ball. She doesn't know that yet, but if she's watching, Andy's going to bring it home tonight. Isn't oh, that awesome? Oh, what a sweetheart. So uh, apparently he had no idea his wife was in labor, uh, I went, showered up, came outside. We went home for like an hour, went to the hospital, and then she gave birth. I mean, that is awesome. She had to get, she's like, stay in the game. Keep your yes. head in there. Katie Levitre, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, L-E-V-I-T-R-E. Uh, feel good moment of the week. Woo! Yes, Lady Power. Lady Power. She's like, hell no, I'm not going to leave this uh, playoff game. I'm going to go into labor and just keep it into the final second. That is that is uh, that is lady lady toughness and lady power. All right, we are going to wrap. Uh, anything else? What no. did we learn? What did we miss? Did we? Uh, I, th- I love that we have the breather week before um, Super Bowl. Yep. Um, Tampa Bay. Well, I'm sorry. Oh right, we didn't even cu- we didn't even touch that. We'll do it next. We'll do we'll it do next. next. We'll, we'll do it Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. But w- you know, it, this is this is a big. This is the big cusp. You guys, we're on the about to be at the Super Bowl hump. Yep. And now sports just becomes a whirlwind of excitement. Yep. Uh, we got... Uh, all right. So next week, uh, I'm I'm trying to book us one specific guest. Not sure it's going to happen. In two weeks, the Monday after the Super Bowl, we've got Sarah Colonna Yay! coming in. Uh, she is a rock star stand-up comic. Uh, her husband is the punter, John Ryan, for the Seattle Seahawks. She's a crazy football fan. Uh, and also, baseball fan. And baseball. Uh, Angel- uh, Angelina. <laughs> Anaheim Angels uh, uh, super fan. So the California Angels of Anaheim. And I want to ask her, she's got some really great stories of uh, being, uh, or her husband, you know, uh, how she now watches the game differently because her uh, husband is an NFL punter, and every time he makes a punt, I text her, great punt! Like, uh, I now you. I get nervous for him and I don't know. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that is our show. Uh, we are very excited. Uh, thanks to All Things Comedy. Thank you, Aaron. We love All Things Comedy. Yeah. Next Monday, we'll do, more, we'll do more baseball for uh, for Aaron. Yes, Woo-hoo. Aaron. Thank you for being patient. <laughs> Trisha here, and people can see you at uh, Hollywood Today Live, right? Hollywood Today Live. Uh, check your local listings, of course, and always go to trishsir.com. You can find out where I'm at. Fantastic. Uh, I will be in uh, Asheville, North Carolina this Saturday. So excited for you. I am very excited. What is the date on that? Is the... 26th? 27th. 28th. Just kidding. 28th, right? Saturday. 28th. Saturday yes. the 28th, 8 p.m., the Great Eagle, Asheville, North Carolina. Uh, tickets are going fast, which I, I'm actually not lying because I was nervous. Uh, it is but a the great. You're gonna going to call well, me thank God. and say, I'm not coming home. And I'm like, oh, my wait. gosh, we're going to have to be open up a craft brewery and do this podcast from Asheville. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, as always, you can email us at sportswithoutballsshow at Gmail. Uh, Sportswithout, uh, SWB pod is our Twitter. We usually use our personal Twitters as well. And our Instagram is at sportswithoutballs. And we're taking up the social media up to uh, 20,000 notches. Uh, more guests, uh, more just consistent uh, awesomeness as we take sports without balls into the future. (laughs) Uh, Everybody have the best week of your life.